Greetings, loyalists and heretics. Welcome to Iron and Ceramite, where we once again enter the warp without an astropath. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Iron and Ceramite podcast. My name is John and today I'm joined by Glenn, yep. Dave, hello, and Shane. Hello. As you can see, uh, Tom's not here. Um, we film our hobby podcast and the second part at the same time, even though it comes out a week apart. So Tom has not miraculously appeared in the last five minutes, um, but he will be back, hopefully. Um, so how are you guys doing after uh, the last 10 minutes? Still good? Yeah, all Still good. good. Thank you very much. Pretty good. Cool, cool. So the last couple of weeks, we've been very thematic with our pods. We've gone through our various armies and um, butchered their law for some of us, me and Dave. And <laughs> some of us have given a bit more of a uh, accurate account than others. So uh, let us know what you thought about those, because uh, we'll, we may go back to it when we now we're all collecting different armies here and there. Um, so, yeah, we're just a bit more of a... A chat, Dave. We're going to go with um, one of your one of your ideas. So, if it's bombs, we're all going to point it. It's, in. it's, all, it's all my fault. Okay. So, obviously, I came up with the idea about chatting about the Primaris because I personally am quite a big fan of it. But I've heard through different sort of mediums on Facebook and whatever it may be, um, not many people are. Well, perhaps it's just a few very loud voices, but there seems to be quite a lot of people who are quite against Primaris and see it as sort of like a bit of a con and always want to go back to Firstborn um, and see them as the true Marines and the Primaris, just a bit of a way of, a bit of a cash cow for GW. So I thought maybe we'd explore that, see what everyone's thoughts are. I could see Glenn sort of itching to say something, so perhaps I'll hand over straight away. I, I just want to, you know, ask you, did you honestly expect to find a reasonable opinion on the internet? No, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> good point. But sometimes, sometimes you do have some people who are like a reasonable. But yeah, there just seems to be a very maybe it is just a few people, but there's some very loud voices just that are very unhappy with Primaris. Well, I didn't know whether that was yeah, I didn't know whether that was a genuine thing that that a lot of the older sort of hobbyists like yourself and Shane, not in terms of age, but in terms of just being in the hobby. Um, <laughs> Maybe they felt that it was sort of just a, a way of generating more money, or how do you how do you feel about it personally? Someone who's who's worked in GW and has been in the hobby for a long time, how do you feel about Primaris? I see it as a very sensible cash grabbing move by Games Workshop because Space Marines are the most popular army have been since. They dot basically, and every time you redo a codex, all right, you get a couple of new units, blah blah. But nobody's buying a new army. If you bring out an entirely new Space Marine army, it's not making people buy a new Space Marine army. They're not taking Firstborn away, at least not in the immediate future. But a lot of people will go, "Ooh, true scale. Ooh, nicer models." So it encourages, doesn't make, but it encourages a lot of people. Like, I'm not against Primaris. I think they're really, really nice models, and I would love to have a full Primaris army um, probably separate to a Firstborn army. I don't like the idea of mix and matching. 
but law wise it's it's in there that you can do both um but yeah i just think it's a it's a sensible business decision more than anything else yeah i think that i'm i'm sort of leaning towards that as well i think that i love the primaris models obviously me and john and and tom sort of getting got into the collecting side of things about what maybe 18 months two years ago now um Whereas Primaris has been out for what four years, something like that. Yeah, previous edition. So, so it's pretty much a lot of what I'm, I'm seeing. A lot of what got me into the hobby because obviously I've seen the Space Marines, the first four models growing up, and I sort of had a few when I was a bit younger. But and they were cool, but they didn't grab me as much as the Primaris models. I think the the Primaris models just look so much better, and the variation I think is is a lot better. Um, personally, I think that like say is is a bit of a cash grab, and they've sort of woven in the law to push forward this new model line. Um, but at the end of the day, it is a business, and, <laughs> and I don't know what else we can expect. It's not like a great big shock horror that a business is going to branch out and try new things. If you're a toy manufacturer, though, how do you make people buy more of the same? Well, you, you upgraded, didn't you? It's like uh, wrestling figures, isn't it? You got the old solid plastic ones but now they all they all move and look better so a different articulation exactly why not make because <laughs> you got the the basic um first ball marine and that one pose like that i don't know yeah if i've been necessarily as enticed to buy an army now obviously if you're into it from a long time it's what you grew up with it's different but coming into it they don't grab me as much as uh like primaris does yeah i i, I, I mean I think you've got, like, as I said, to talk about it, you've, you've got that, um, like, you get it with, with everything these days. You've got planned obsolescence, right? So things are now designed to to break so that you buy new things, so that your phone is only designed to last, what, three or four years before you have to get an, a new one, as it were. Like, that's why, you know, everyone's getting the new smartphones whenever they come out, you know, on a bit of a cycle, just because you've got planned obsolescence. You can't keep doing it. And this is, this is what that is to a degree like you come out with a whole new set of figures push it hard and get especially new people like that that, that that's all they'll know right i i don't mind i don't mind the primaris I, I quite i quite like the models i think they're easier to paint i think they go together quite well um th- there is still a fondness that i have for the firstborn because that's what i grew up with i think if i'd had like a, a full firstborn, two thousand points, beautifully painted army, um, and I, I there are lots of people out there that do have that. I think they're probably the noisy voices you hear because they're probably, yeah. you know, they know what this is. This is the first step down to a point where the firstborn will no longer be viable. Yeah. It might not be in this edition. It might not be in the next edition. It might not even be in the edition after that. But it's gonna it's gonna happen at some point, and that's probably where they're disconcern is i remember even at the start of ninth there was a lot of people saying our oh, firstborn won't be you know part of this edition but they were all still in the codexes and all the firstborn got two wounds because they thought okay firstborn will only keep one wound and the primaris will all have two wounds mm. that was part of the rumor but games workshop to their credit didn't do that they just said all space marines apart from chaos all space marines. Oh no, no! <laughs> They've said they're getting the two words. They will. They're just they slow will. and bring out the damn codex. <laughs> um, 
they'll, they'll all get two wounds. And so that that is to their credit that they're keeping firstborn viable. Um, I think it'd be um, suicidal if they were. You can't bring firstborns, especially now. If well, no, that, that's what I mean. I don't think they would. There. I don't think they would. Originally, they were, were going to say it, but one of the theories was that they would say firstborns are one wound. Yeah. Primaris are two. So that's naturally going to mean everyone's going to buy Primaris, everyone's going to go Primaris. And they didn't do that, so that's to their credit. Eventually, they will yeah. phase it out. Now, you, you'll still get like people that will run Firstborn, but they it will happen first on the competitive scene, right? So in tournaments or whatever, they'll say, right, no more Firstborn. And then that's... But you'll narratively, between friends, friendly games, stuff like that, you're going to have it for years and yeah. years and years. It's the same as like like me running my old Hammer Ragnar model. You know, everyone could say, no, you're not allowed to run that anymore. It's not Ragnar. You've got to have the new model. That's fine. Like people would say that if I went down to, I don't know, like the local games um, shop and played a game, they'd be like, no, no, you can only use new models, not old Hammer. It's like, mm. fine. That's the way some people want to play. I think it depends who you're playing with and stuff like that. So, yeah, it, 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 I say cash grab has, I don't know, negative connotations to it. I think it's just sensible business practice. And and to an extent, are they providing people with what they want? Uh, because, yeah. because people want better models. People want these um, sort of the adjustable um, poses you can get and not the sort of basic monopose stuff that you do get with some of the older models. So is it just that they're giving people what they want? I don't know. I think the the older, I would say the older models, when they had, so I think some of the kits back in the day, so I'm going to go back to the uh, Blood Claws and Grey Hunters and stuff like that, were probably more flexible in terms of poses and loadout and stuff like that than the current Primaris, um, because at the moment they're all, built in a way that's very regimented so actually converting and making them your own primaris is actually much more difficult than the old kits the monopose that i think we're all referring to is the original 20 marines you got in second edition Mm -hmm. which were two tactical squads which were very very basic but they they were there as your, your freebies to get you in i think if you get any of the original tactical squads that came in the box and you had 10 lead bodies with you know 20 various 20 arms and all oh. you could do you could do anything with them and that was really amazing frustrating difficult but once you got it right it was it was amazing whereas now you've almost got less options with the primaris as they are even though that the models are nice and clean so i i think we've given up one thing in favor of another in terms of what you can do flexibility-wise, I think if you really want to make them your own now, you have to be a bit more adept at stuff like green stuff and yeah. really hacking these these guys apart. I mean, the Imperiums, the stuff they get in Imperium is, is, is a good example, and the Adominus kits as well, all of the push fit, the way it is, it's, it's good because it's easy for new modelers to get in and make models that look exactly like they look on the printed card, yeah. but you do lose a bit of flexibility that you used to get with the old kits. The thing yeah. with them is, though, a lot of the models that you're talking about, they are essentially starter kit models. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but we were talking about flexibility. 
you've also not got the same flexibility, I feel, with the Primaris on the tabletop. Because no, all, all the Primaris, everybody's got the same gun. Everybody's got the same bit of equipment across the entire squad. Whereas you give me a couple of tactical squads, right, cool, I can combat squad them down, yeah. I can have a sergeant with a power fist and a melt the gun, he's going to go off and do that. I've got a guy with a last cannon who's going to sit at the back of the table. I've got a couple of big blobs of, you know, 10 men with just bolters. You can tailor them so, yeah. so much better. Plus things like, you know, having jump packs, you know, your your assault squad, your vanguard, your stern guard, all of those are all firstborn, but they are so much more tailorable to what you want to do on the tabletop. Hmm. However, know? I think with a lot of those, you, you only get, you get fewer attacks there, don't you? So for the assault squad, for example, um, they get one, I think it's one attack each. Whereas for an assault intercessor squad, they get two attacks each base, plus but the extra all, for the chainsaw, obviously. But that one extra attack per, for 10 models... It is, but they're also, they're also significantly cheaper. Yeah. You know, well, I think so, it's only about 10 points, isn't it? I don't think, there's, I don't think they're significantly cheaper. I think there's... Well, you're probably talking once you add on once you add on the jump packs and stuff like that. I was thinking more than ten points for the entire squad. I think I think the assault squad are about ninety, if I remember rightly, and then I think it's about a hundred for the assault intercessors. Well, yeah, but I agree have, with what you're saying about the flexibility. You know, you've got to have more, more speed. You got your yeah, you know. Um, it's Even just with the tactical it's squad adding in a missile launcher to a tactical squad. Like you haven't really yeah. got any of that with an intercessor squad. You might have a crack grenade launcher or something like that. But it's not going to do the same as a, a missile launcher or, or a metal gun or whatever. Yeah. Um and yeah, I think that that sort of flexibility, but I think that they're just gonna be slowly phased out by bringing out all these sort of different um primaris units like your eradicators, like if you look at a six-man squad of eradicators now, would you take them or would you take a devastator squad? And I know the points are significantly more, but the eradicators are going to get worked up all the time. Whereas the devastators, I don't know. I, I just think that eventually they're going to make the firstborns redundant. For the cost, though, of like the eradicators, you're going to get two devastator squads for that kind of price. Hmm. They are they are very pricey. Granted. They're quite durable as well, but I I just love the firstborn. To be honest, I never take devastators. The only devastators yeah. I ever took was in um, the old Space Wolf Codex, the long, fang. you had long fangs. Yeah, when you could split fire, that was that was like something that you couldn't do with anything else. They were a very specialist unit, and you just should stick a Terminator in there with a. Cyclone missile launcher as well, just to be at a storm shield, just be like, yep, that's it. Try and deal with these. Um, that was a horrible unit, but you know, I think just the firstborn, I can't see them ever completely going like the way of legends, and I don't think it would have been as big an issue if it had been done with a different army. Because it's Marines, a lot of people are just like, 
up on ours because they're already the poster boys. They're getting all the new stuff. So I think if if they'd gone with, I don't know, chaos warp, en- warp, <laughs> well, yeah, warp enhanced <laughs> chaos or something like that. Yeah. Just um, Elder. Elder could have done it with the Eldari because they haven't had new models in like years. You could have come out with a whole new range. The way, it's almost like they, they've looked at the way the Eldar armies are structured and gone, we should do that with Marines because all yeah. of the Marine units <laughs> are very specialised. So, oh, you've got your Dark Reapers. Oh, we'll make some Eradicators. Oh, you've got Hyla Banshees. Oh, we'll make these and we'll make, you know, they, they've gone and made them very unit specific, not do everything very well. Mm. It's not a bad thing. Do you think that's something that should have been thought of more by GWs, like going down the route of sorting out all these armies that haven't had anything yet, rather than just constantly releasing Primaris? Or well, again, I think it's probably smart business. Again, yeah. like they they looked at the sales figures and and thought, you know. We could release a load of new Eldari models, but actually, how many Eldari players are out there? How many people are actually going to buy it? And how different does it have to be to get that? You know, yeah. You know, but again, is that because is that because they haven't had a new release in so long? I I, I think no. it. Even if you go back to the days before, if you, if you add up all of the players for the other factions, they're probably equal to the number of players you had just for Marines. Give Not or take, close. But Not even time. close, probably. Yeah. Uh, before before coming into it, Dave, like, other than maybe orcs, what did you know about Warhammer other than Space Marines? I'm, well, I, I knew a, a fair no, amount, obviously, because I was with, with Tom. So I knew mm-hmm. a lot of the different sort of races um, from speaking to him and him going on about the bloody books and all sorts of, <laughs> like, obviously playing um, a couple of the games as well. Um, so, yeah, I, I knew a fair few. Um, I mean, I almost collected Tau when I first started. I didn't tell anyone, but... It's I dodged the bullet there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, that's one of the reasons why I did it, because I, I always liked the um, the sort of beige-looking Tau, like the old-style ones. Um, but, yeah, and I think that I would really like to, to have a Xenos army, but I don't think they're as cool as the Marines. I think that the, the, the Marines just look better. Um, and it is a shame that... And that's, again, that's why, obviously mentioned in the last one I like Gene Steeler Colts because they look awesome like a lot of their models are really really cool and perhaps if they did go to all these different sort of Xenos factions and, and put the same effort in that they've done to the Primaris you'd have a bit more flexibility I think I, I might like I said I think I'm part of the problem of why it's pushed push the um, Marines because when we first got into it, it was it was uh, when I was looking for something to read, and I, I've come across like a big poster of um, some ultramarine cutting something in half, and I was like, "Oh man, he looks amazing!" Like that, I like that. Um, I didn't know anything else, so that was like my basis in. I was like, "Yeah, that's cool. I've, I've seen that around quite a lot." I'm like, oh, cool. I, I think yeah, like you say, I remember seeing Tom reading a book, and, and I was like, "What's all this about?" So it's like, yeah, what's their most popular thing that drags people in? If, if you've suddenly put in um, Eldari up or Eldars up, not, not everyone's going to really know what, what, what's going on, I don't think, unless you're into the law. Like, coming come into it as new, it doesn't make a lot of sense. 
Right, so you, you say that about you didn't know anything about Marines when you got started. So if it I, was I think all you can of customers. better than anything else, can't you? Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, it's just I like, think, uh, yeah, you you relate. It's a, it's a relatable protagonist when you first and you don't know anything. You go right. Humans are the good guys, <laughs> aliens are the bad guys, and then you get into the lore a little bit and you go, hang Wait on, no, there's, there's no good guys. <laughs> why, why is he doing this? Yeah. <laughs> and then you go, all right, maybe I will have a look at, you know, what else is out there. And, you know, mm. um, as I said, I, I think it also depends the era you get into it as well and, and you know, what you think of it. Because there was, like I said, when, was it Necron first came in? Their mm. units were much more Terminator um, in terms of the way they talked about them. They were, they were built. Then they, they and now they've become, you know, the, the dynasties and that they've become more like the Tomb Kings from the old world. They're a bit more. There's there's there feels like a more um, ancient Egyptian influence mm. um, over the way they're, they're they're built now. But I I'm going to come back to the Primaris one. The one the only bugbear, the real bugbear I have. Which I think is does fit under the cash grab is uh, tanks. So this is the bit that the winds use, me up. Yeah. yeah. So you get a rhino and you can fit ten firstborn in it. Which if you look at the model versus ten firstborn, you could never fucking do anyway. That's bollocks. <laughs> like, so that's number one. And then they're saying, and you're not, now you're not allowed to put primaris in there, even if it's five. Like that, I think is shitty. That's yeah. that's the only bit that's got me really. Like, that's that's the bit that annoyed me. But otherwise, fine cash grab. No good business sense. That bit feels cash grabby. Yeah. Um, in that you can only take Primaris in your repulsors and your other floaty tanks, oh, whatever so, they're yeah. called. Yeah, I was like, yeah. no, that's that that's a little bit shitty. Yeah, and you can't take Gravis in anything apart from a repulsor as well. I, so, I feel like that. Yeah, no drop that, pods. Yeah, I, I, I completely that, agree with that point. Yeah. That that one way. I, mean, I don't mind if they said, you know, if you want Primaris in a Rhino, you can only take five. It's like, fine. That they're bigger. I've got no worries with that. But, you know, they had no problem saying you could fit 10 in a Rhino when that would never have worked when you look at the models anyway. Yeah. I'm not having it this time around. That's, that's bollocks. <laughs> so, who technology is broken? Can't fit. Yeah. That's it. But, you know, that's Morris are missing out on drop pods as well. That'd be cool. Can they not get a drop pod either? No. no there'll, there'll be a Primaris drop missile coming soon then. Yeah. <laughs> They've also taken that away from the um, Dreadnoughts as well. You have to buy them a specific drop pod now. Whereas before, really? yeah, I was gutted. Oh. I'm sure you've got a, a dreadnought drop pod, haven't you? Uh, I have converted some because I'm not paying like 80 or 90 quid for a Forge World one, which is basically just a slightly bigger drop pod. I was going to say, how many, how many dreadnoughts do you get in a drop pod these days? Is it just one? Uh, one. Yeah. Okay, fine. Like, uh, yeah. But yeah, you can't you can't take a dreadnought in the standard drop pod anymore, which is sort of like ah, oh, I used to love that. Yeah, that was, my, that was my space wolf army was dreadnoughts and drop pods, grey hunters and drop pods, and a couple of units long sitting on the table to start the battle, <laughs> and it was it was a horrible army yeah. because that was 
that was back in the day when you could just throw things at them. If it was a drop pod, oh, it's going to hit a unit. Oh, no, it's okay. You just move it slightly out of the way and come down right beside it. So, yeah, none of this. Oh, nine inches away. Malarkey. Yeah. No, if you were brave enough to just throw it at units, you could go right on top of them. Yeah, didn't have to worry about screening. No. So we come to the consensus that it's a bit of a cash grab, but a sensible business move at the same time. What yeah. came first, the models, or do they do it in the law, or do you think they, like, do they, do they someone come up with it in a book once, and then they went, oh, fucking hell. We can no, make- someone, someone came up with it in a boardroom. Yeah. <laughs> but primaries, oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's not that's not born. You go back to the, you know, rogue trader days and stuff like that. They didn't even know what Terminator was going to be. Like <laughs> some of the original Terminator things, like really janky models. Right. Like they've got a lot of a lot of um, character to them, um, yeah. and I'd love to have them. But they they weren't thinking like that. But then that's when it was very much the startup. I say startup, you know, built from a bedroom type company that just got bigger and bigger and bigger. Whereas now it's yeah, it's 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 got to be right. What's our sales strategy? And that's where it's come from. Yeah. Do you think that's going to impact on the law? Do you think that that's going to impact on the storytelling? Um, it because... will do to a degree because <laughs> it's it becomes more like, you know, like okay, here's a very dated reference, but um, Transformers or He-Man, the cartoon, right? Effectively created to sell the toys. Yeah. So you had the original animated movie where they killed off Optimus Prime. And they turned Hot Rod into Rodimus. Deep lore here for those that don't know. <laughs> but all of that was then to sell the next set of toys that were coming out to refresh the range. And it's the same here. It's like, right, the Indominus Crusade is because we've got this new set of models and we need Rebute Gilliman to sell them to you. And that's, that's, that's the lore. Yeah. <laughs> Because there's no mention of like in the, I mean, obviously I haven't read the the heresy books, but I take it there's no mention of Rebute saying to call, right? We need all these super put in stasis for ten thousand years. Surprisingly <laughs> enough, no, 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 I didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if there, was, if there was some sort of like very obscure reference anywhere that that maybe they could justify it with, but not from that. But I have experienced it as it's as it's come out in books i've in the time when i worked at games workshop stuff came out in heresy books just around about the time that models started to appear yeah. it was the first time i'd ever noticed it i think it was whenever uh, the knights first came around they started to be mentioned in the heresy books whenever the models started to come around. So it's it's been written into the lore before to sort of go, oh yeah, there's there's these things kicking Other around. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah there it's not mentioned in the heresy because the heresy books were started and I think it's probably finished years before like they became a thing. Yeah. Yeah. But because it it has changed the lore as well because obviously with the, the Indominus Crusade and all that kind of stuff, but they they haven't quite nailed down because 
a standard Marine is functionally immortal. They they will only die from battle. They don't really age. They don't, you know, get disease and stuff like that. But there's sort of talk that that might not be the case with um, the Primaris because yeah. they're they're stronger, they're faster, they're they basically burn. So they will burn through. So they may only last two, three, four hundred years, maybe five hundred years before. Disappointment. Then we're gonna have to buy more toys. <laughs> Mate. As I said, strategy, that, that, right? That that's that's <laughs> more to that's more why they won't stop making firstborn in the lower. Mm. That's why they're because why would you make why would you bother making a firstborn marine when you could make a Primaris? Mm. Yeah, but if the Primaris ain't going to be around forever, you're still going to make some firstborn. So you've always got them. I think that. I'm pretty sure that's the lore, or mm. that's something that someone has just alluded to somewhere on mm. line that I've picked up and yeah. rolled into that. But I think that's the case. They're so get firstborn, to... firstborn never going anywhere. No, no one's buying the firstborns anymore, and they'll get to a point where they realise, oh, actually, we've got these 15 factories full of them. Uh, new codex, all your Primaris models have uh, burnt themselves out. We're only selling firstborn now. <laughs> Go buy these again. <laughs> I'm, I'm quite... Sorry, go Sorry. ahead. I noticed last time I was at um, my local GW, they're starting to get rid of a lot of the firstborn on the shelves. They've gotten it's rid big... of... Um, they still have tactical squads, but I think Stone Guard, Vanguard, um, and a lot of like the um, like speeders and rhinos and stuff are all gone. That's Maybe it's because it's a smaller store. But... No, that's because stores keep the top selling 500 products or something like that so that's down to a sales thing not a company choice thing okay so it's not a, a sign of we're getting slowly getting rid of these it's just the fact that we're not selling enough of these so let's put them online yeah okay that's, unless unless that's changed over the years but generally it's yeah they why would you not keep the top selling lines in store yeah, no, it makes sense 100 yeah. percent makes sense but this is one of those things that i saw and i was like oh yeah is that a sign? But clearly not. Thank you for clearing that on. Clearly not. All, all Games Workshop needs to do to put a lot of people's minds at rest is with a codex or a supplement or something like that, a new firstborn unit. Even a character. What about Castellan for um, Black Templars? Is he a firstborn? Well, he looks like a firstborn. I think he but is. But they said he's Primaris. There was a lot of debate there was, about this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he's wearing all the firstborn um, armour. But he's as big um, as Primaris. But he's, yeah. In, in fairness, yeah. though, we'll, we'll not count the Black Templars because they've fucking got everything. So, you know, <laughs> screw that. <laughs> no, we're talking about like a normal, a normal release. <laughs> what? Where they didn't just throw everything at the wall. What will be interesting is, is I think, is to see... I don't, and I, it might not even happen this edition. In fact, I don't think it will. But how they chaos the primaries because it's going to happen. It will happen. Yeah, it's going to be really an equivalent. To see how they do that. It's going to be 
one or two ways it's either going to be a Fabius Bio type job. Which I've already or, heard about in some law discussions. Or it's going to be the possessed type stuff. Yeah, because oh, I've, I've already heard that, um, yeah, there, there was, uh, I can't remember which video it was, but I watched it and they were going on about, um, what's this job's, uh, Abaddon, um, demanding that Bile creates some Primaris, for, Chaos Primaris for his, uh, his Black Legion. Is the gene seed different between Firstborn and Primaris? Did they alter the gene seed? No. I don't think they altered the gene seed. They added, they added, yeah, they added more organs. Yeah. So is he going to go around picking up these organs probably and go, oh, here you go. Put these well, you know, yeah, that's it. Bile could go and harvest. harvest yeah. the, or they uh, could have like a, a warp organ or something like that, that. Something that they fucking makes them a bit more demonic or something like that and boosts them up that way. Well, as I said, but uh, there, there is no reason why uh, a warp organ sounds really sinetti doesn't it maybe, maybe <laughs> not a warp organ yeah <laughs> um, but like um, there's no reason why you know a a chapter couldn't fall to chaos mm-hmm. like a, a Primaris Primaris could fall to chaos there's still there is rumours of it isn't there well, but... there's, there's also rumours that you know the gene seed some of the gene seed that was used was still used from the fallen primates yeah. because they still yeah. you know they still have that stock and they're just what's his name Belisarius Call may not have told Rabute and that actually they're out there as the what is it they start off as grey shields don't they and they get interned into mm-hmm. their chapters once they get to the chapter homeworld. Well, I've heard different things as well, because I've heard as well that um, some of the Primaris were there at the beginning of the Crusade as well, the Great Crusade, and some of the Primaris have actually met some of the Primarchs and they were put in stasis. That that sounds like um, new law to yeah. uh, weave them into old law fuckery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, because you imagine, oh, yeah, we've got these extra strong warriors. We're not going to use them for the Great Crusade. Go to stasis in case yeah. those fucking warriors. sit in this chamber for 10,000 years. Yeah, <laughs> I could I could really do with some reinforcements as this bloodthirst that knocks down the gates of terror. Yeah. Uh, we can't get them guys out. They're on a time lock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was meant to be 10 years, not 10,000 years. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. But you, you will um, all pro Primaris, and not you know, no one's throwing their their dummy out. No, I, I, I've I've got units of them. I've got the Indominus box set. Like mm-hmm. I I like them in that regard. I like some of the unit choices. Quite like the Hellblasters. Um, I don't like converting them. As I said, I I think you get more flexibility. I will probably end up buying. You know, a pa- I will still buy it. Like I've got my original Blood Claws. I will still buy a pack of Grey Hunters just because I like the models. That's because that's where I've come from. But I don't begrudge the Primaris. I, I like the models that are available and I like converting them. So I'm, I'm okay with them, apart from the tanks, <laughs> which is where I draw the line. But that's that's me. I, I do agree, though. I, I do think if I'd been doing this for well, 15, 20 years, whatever, and had a full army and all of a sudden they went, there you go. We're, we're, we're replacing everything you've spent all this time. Like if they do it now and say we're upgrading his all your Death Guard models, we're just redoing it. I think I'd be quite annoyed because it's, it's a lot of money, isn't it? To 
then go. Oh. Uh, they never said you can't use them. No. No, that's, that's what I mean. I, I think a lot of people are looking at black and white. If you've got a firstborn army, you've still got an army, and it's still viable, and it's still, you know, they've all got two wounds. It's still, you know, it's fine. Yeah. It's not. It's it's not that you still wouldn't be able to run a two thousand point firstborn army if anything it all it's done is made your units a bit cheaper and you might go do you know what as they're a bit cheaper i'm going to get a 10-man squad of intercessors to add to it yeah. which is probably yeah. what they want to happen yeah. to be fair i was having better luck with my firstborn than i was with my <laughs> my primaris anyway so perhaps i'll just go back to them terminators are still firstborn and they're 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 not going. They're definitely not going anywhere. No, they're not going. Do you think they're going to have new models though that are going to make them less? Mm, no, because um, I, I actually think the current sculpts are pretty. I actually are pretty good. Like mm. I, I'm thinking of this from a Wolfguard perspective, compared to the original Terminators, like yeah. second edition Terminators, which were these. You know, they were proper the, little. Blocky. It's like your little one. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's it. My little one with the minigun, like which I love, like beautiful little little lead miniature. <laughs> Can't get enough of him. But like, I I think the current Terminators, they're they're all right. They might, you know, make like because you can see loads of conversions where they've made them bigger and more to scale with their current primaries. But I don't know. I I don't know where where, where they'll go because the idea was that the Gravis armor units were supposed to be the like the aggressors, uh, for example, mm. are going to be your your terminate replacements, but you can't beat a two up save. So, no. you know why? Why would you take them? You're always going to take your terminates. No. Fairness, Shane, you can't really compare the Wolfguard Terminator box to the standard that's, Terminator that's box. That's fair. They are far and away the superior box. I, it's the same yeah. as the um, the Blood Angels Terminators. Any sort of chapter specific Terminator box is just better than the the standard because yeah. yeah. they're quite they're quite bland the the normal Marines whereas the Space World ones in particular oh wow, thing I of think, beauty I think that's fair <laughs> well let's talk about that's controversial what about Warhammer Plus how how do you feel about them giving away two weeks free after uh, all of this uh, two so- weeks free. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah. If if you can day. if you can get access, Dave, you'll get yeah, another two off. weeks added to your uh, added to your subscription. Fuck them. <laughs> I've given up. I'm yeah. No, fuck them. I ain't, I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> um, it's just so frustrating. I emailed them, um, and then we had a bit of a back and forth, and then some chapters sort of dropped off the radar and never got back to me after I said still not bloody working. Um. Yeah, I so I just yeah, he was like <laughs> everyone else is subscribing it's like this guy um, so yeah I've yeah I've sort of given up and, and maybe I'll wait until there's a bit more on there and then I might look back into it um, like I say there's a lot of things on there that, like, that Glenn said before um, but I just probably wouldn't use it I'm probably going to do it for either the app or which isn't as good as Battlescribe so I probably wouldn't use that um, and then the animations, yeah. and I don't think there's enough on there for me to justify spending it just for that at the time being. Um, I probably I might look at a couple of the white dots, but not enough to get my money's worth. So you three are going to know a lot more than me because fuck them, <laughs> basically. <laughs> 
Not that I'm salty about it. If you did have access, you'd be loving it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, this is the best thing. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. I think yeah. our general consensus as a group is that Games Workshop hasn't done spectacularly well with its technology. No, no. no. I mean, like, <laughs> I've, I've had no issue at all with the, um, with the Watermer TV, Watermer Plus stuff. Yeah. And the app, well, it's not superb, is at least usable now. There's still a few little things where you kind of go, where the fuck's that unit? Or where's that option yeah. to do? But on a, as a whole, it's pretty decent. Um, I've got used to Battlescribe now, so I don't think I could start list building on something else. I I still, yeah, really like Battlescribe. I think it's quicker to look up stuff on the Warhammer 40k app, the official app. Like, just then, if I'm like, if I really want to quickly get to a data sheet, I'll do it on yeah. that rather than Battlescribe. Yeah. Um, I think the one thing it has over Battlescribe is that with the uh, point changes with FAQs, that's updated in the Warhammer app quicker than Battlescribe is. So yeah. even now in Battlescribe, the, the very specific, but the Canoptic reanimator is like 20 points more expensive than it is in the 40k app. So if mm. I build my list in the 40k app, it's cheaper than if I build it in Battlescribe. So I just mm. have to remember that when I'm building them. Although, and again, very specific to me, big bugbear is that I still can't add a uh, Wolfguard pack leader to my blood claws in the 40k app so i'm like fuck it i'm i can't build that i can't build my space wolves list yeah. in the 40k app but i can d- build everything else like necrons and thousand suns and stuff like that um so it's definitely got its uses well, i haven't been back on the app because obviously the issue i had was with the plague marines where it just wouldn't let me like, i had two different plague marine options and it wouldn't let me add certain weapons to one but it would let me add it to the list the other one i could have it kitted out how i want it to but i couldn't add it so i haven't been back since just because it didn't make any sense i think it was a bug so i don't know if they fixed that maybe if they because that was the only issue i think i had so if it possibly gets- has been fixed by that because i had a very similar issue with uh whenever i was doing stuff with a, a guard list it yeah. was the same i like i could add weapons but then it wouldn't add on and it was just it was a nightmare but now I think things like that seems to be they're on top of it. I'll have a look because it's still on my phone, so I'll, I'll have a look. As I said, I, I think it's still very good for quickly looking up data sheets. I think it's quicker than Battlescribe in, in that regard, but it's got its uses. Like I'm already paid up, so I'm I'm not going to stop using it, but it's it's on there as, as reference, right? That's, that's, that's what I use it it's, for. It's somewhere to carry your codexes, basically. Yeah. If you want to build, if you want to build a list, it's sort of fifty-fifty with me. Whether I use Battlescribe or the app, but if I want to look something up, yeah, I go to the app because I've probably bought the codex and put the code into the app, so I know that is right. It's there, and then the FAQs it gets fixed. Yeah. So yeah, you know it keeps you up to date with that kind of stuff. Dave's just better. I am because he yeah. couldn't get in. Dave's bitter for a valid reason. He's having technical problems that shouldn't exist. Um, and you're not the only one because my mate, um, he's the same boat as you. He subscribed to it about the same time and he can't get into it and he's still waiting to hear back. So it's, it's very weird. And obviously, like, you've got the loud people. I showed, I showed you exactly. I tried to get you to do it as well. So it's not even as if 
I'm just being retarded. It's it literally is something wrong with it because unless we unless we both are, but even like you've managed to actually get into it, and then I asked oh, you yeah, to do it. Actually, it didn't work. So <laughs> I hide anything I'm doing wrong. I, I think it's one of those unfortunate things where at some point, somehow, because of the way they've released it, as we said, like them just not very good at. They're trying their best, but they're not that good at tech. And what's happened is your username or account as whatever has fallen into some warp rift. Probably, that, um, that just means you're, no, not allowed. And that's it. You've probably come up with some really offensive um, username. That's why they're not letting you in. <laughs> we, don't, we don't want you in it. <laughs> you're not good. Yeah, but you're not, yeah. But then it's like, it's, it's obviously, that, that, that's a pain in the ass because you've got people that are just wanting them to fail anyway. So that doesn't help the fact that they can't fix what should be simple issues of just going, oh yeah, sorry, we'll get you access and sort you out. Yeah. Because then all the people that hate them for, I don't know, the, whatever reason it is, people are like, fuck you, I don't want to see good animations, go fuck yourselves. Or whatever, I'm not paying for it, I want it for free. Like, it just helps their cause, doesn't it? Um, but then on that, uh, obviously we did our review of Astartes, like, They've done a good job. They've released that on there. Um, and they've sort of cleaned it up and, I don't know, if I say make it better, I'll probably get murdered in the street. They've they've cleaned it up and it looks just as good as it did before. The story's still there. Um, so they've put maybe a bit, given the guy a bit more of a, a budget. So hopefully, like we were saying on the on the review, the status too should be good, but you're going to have to pay for it. Until it gets like Pirate Bay or whatever, wherever it ends up, if people still use Pirate Bay, I don't know. Other pirating services are available. We're <laughs> <laughs> not sponsored by Pirate Bay. <laughs> yeah, check the link. <laughs> Element Game and Pirate Bay affiliate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hmm. it's, yeah, it's a shame for you. But uh, I look forward to it. Well, I wonder, have you unsubscribed? Have you cancelled it? No, you're not paying. Yeah, no, I'm not. I even tried, I tried cancelling my subscription to the app, um, just the app, because I had that before, and then re-signing up, and it didn't work. So, mm. like I say, I'm, I'm floating about in the warp, and one day some little chat from GW will go, oh, by the way, we fixed Just press this button. Yeah. We fixed the warp organ, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was my username. That's why they wouldn't let me in. Warp organ, yeah. <laughs> it looks at my warp organ. Get him out. Get him out. <laughs> oh dear. Um any 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 other thoughts, feelings, ideas? Uh for Primer? No, not for not not for the Primaris debate. I think that's uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they what they do with it. it as I said, it would be nice for them to maybe give once once they've kind of embedded it in a little bit more to give this love and attention to another faction. It'd be interesting to see what faction they decide to go with next for a for a big full kind of rebuild rather than it has to be chaos. Shortly, I think they could do a bit more with the um, Black Templars. It's not enough. There's a few things and new things, yeah. They need more more rules. Glenn wants to see more (laughs) Templar models. I would actually like to see an extra um, 
primarily Tenet or more. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be enough. It'd be nice to see one of those. (laughs) Although, in fairness, the one they brought out for Christmas is really nice. Maybe they'll swap his shield arm for his pistol arm, so it'll be opposite. Yeah, just the other way around. But all inclusive for left handers. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Uh, Yeah, chaos. I mean, tyrannids. No, no, the nids are not too bad. I don't, whatever they've got left in fine cast needs to go. I don't know which which army at the moment is most made up of fine cast, but that would probably be a good a good one to look at. Mm. I was quite surprised at how little there actually is in fine cast at all anymore. Mm. So I was actually was in GW last oh Saturday. And uh, I was chatting to the guy, and he was like, "Oh yeah, we don't even sell super glue anymore." I was like, I mean, you don't sell super glue. It's a staple. It's like you can't buy a you can't buy a model in store that needs super glue anymore. I was like, what? Nothing. So yeah, I think there's very very few things that are still fine cast, thankfully. But yeah, I think a couple of the last generation Necron stuff is fine cast. Mm. Yeah, it's mostly just characters. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, Dave, you had a few of the Black Templars before they got Primark. Yeah, if I if I never have to touch a fine cast model again, that'd be a good thing. I fucking hate fine cast. Yeah, I don't want to do it again. And I've only done one model. I was worried when I bought the Hellbrew, it came in a similar box. So I was like, oh, for God's sake. Oh, uh, yeah. I was no, worried. I've got my uh, Mutilus. Vortex Beast, which is sitting on my pile of shame, is plastic. It's similar, similar box, yeah. but it's not fine cast. Yeah. When it came through, when I opened the uh, post up, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. And it's not like a an easy looking model, is a Hellbrew either. It's quite a, like, um, and there's a, a lot of detail to it as well. So I was holding my breath when I opened the box. But it's, no, it's, that's it's still good. You will generally get those boxes on anything that's not sold in the shop. That's yeah. fine. Is it, is it, I was going to say, the Hellbrute, is that the one you've got where it's like the face is almost in like the teeth, toothed more? Yeah. yeah. yeah that's quite, that, that is quite a cool model. Yeah. Now I'm looking forward to that as well. It's a, that's the thing. I bought all these extra models, like the um, Death Shard Terminators. I can't wait to get them up. I can't wait to use the uh, Malignifier just to harry on you guys. That'd be good. Uh, the Hellbrute as well, because uh, I think then I played, you had a Hellbrute against me. I like that model. I think it was you. Nice when song. did they change, yeah. like, Chaos yeah. Dreadnoughts to Hellbrute? But... Uh, Dark Vengeance. Okay, because it just used to be you just had a Chaos Dreadnought, right? Yeah. That's, that's what I remember it being. And I was like, it was oh. Dark Vengeance, whenever it was the... Um, oh, Crimson Slaughter, Dark Angels box... It was the it was the first plastic Hellbrut, and that's when it became the Hellbrut, I believe. I wonder yeah. how many Chaos players at the time kicked off that their uh, Chaos Dreadnoughts were no longer going to be uh, going to be out of be. Although I suppose I suppose they just went. It's now a Hellbrut. Yeah. 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 Right. And it was put some pond cleaners on it. Horrible, horrible, <laughs> solid metal model to a nice yeah. plastic model. Oh. They were they were awful those models. Well, that's the other thing. Like, do you like metal models? Because I just like 
I know Tom's sort of um, collecting and saving old ones from eBay, but do you like the metal models, the way they look? I, I actually do. But again, it comes back to just when I started. And like, like don't, don't get me wrong, they are a pain in the arse. They, mm. The paint chips off them much easier. Like, you, there is no flexibility. Like, if you're buying a character mould, because it is just one pose, there's, there's nothing much you can do with it. But you know, as I said, it's it's what I grew up with, so I don't, I don't mind them. I, I quite I quite enjoy them. That's why I went and got like out the loft. I got my Ragnar and my Bjorn and uh, sorry Bjorn. I got off eBay, but like um, Ulrich and Yarl and um, the the Tech Priest, like they're, they're they were cool. And I was like, right, I'm going to go on and get the old model of Bjorn off off eBay because I you know it's nostalgic rather than whether or not it's a uh, it's a cool model, like you know. So, objectively, the new dreadnoughts are much cooler in in how they're put together. The models generally, yeah. but I just like the old retro. Like, there's something about having, you know, a, a effectively a paperweight of a dreadnought that you could potentially murder someone with. <laughs> 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 so, that was it. But I I get it. Like, so there there were some old. Tyranid models that were all made of metal, like the first when they first came out, and they were all made, some of them, some of these massive models, all made of uh, like the, the metal. And you just move them around when you're playing with them, and the, even the super, the super glue couldn't hold them because there's just too much weight, and they just you know shit fall off of them. Mm. The only way you'd ever be able to work them is if you actually properly pinned them. And as a you know when I was playing at like 12, 13 years old, you'd never pin a model. You'd just hope for the Oh, pin. you brought it into Games Workshop and we fucking did it for you. <laughs> I have pinned so many flying hive tyrants and, you know, tree beard ants and stuff like that. And the, oh. She's having flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, Can I you pinned this for me? I was, I was talking to the staff member about this on Saturday as well. And it was just, Oh, horrible, horrible flashbacks we both had of trying to fix kids' models because they just, they were incapable of building the metal. Massive uh, metal. Uh, Top-heavy, tiny joins. It's like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, that's when you needed superglue. Yeah, Ireland Sir my exclusive. If you subscribe to us on Patreon and send your models to Glenn, he will do it. <laughs> <laughs> in about a year, the way that it works, but he will do it. You won't be able to post them back though, because they'll break in the post. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll send you a video of yeah. it all pinned nicely. You'll be like, hey girl, you gotta drive over and collect it <laughs> by all means. <laughs> We can't guarantee that it will last either. No, that was oh, dark days. <laughs> I don't mind the metal models. Like, mm-hmm. like Shame said, it is a nostalgia thing. There are certain models that sort of like the ones that got me into the hobby, mm. principally Ezekiel, the Dark Angels librarian. He's a lovely model. He's just robed, stand like that with his sword. Just that model. It just that's 40k to me. I love that model, and I will almost never want to see him primarized. 
because yeah. it won't be the same. Uh, but yeah, like just now with the plastics, you get so many choices. It's just it's hard to to not wish for the death of metal completely. Oh, I've got. Um... Well, I don't know if it's a confession, but just um, an amendment to our last, uh, to our battle, Shane, which I found out. Um, so to do with the secondaries. Yeah. Um, not that it would change anything, because I had a look at the difference of maybe taking off, maybe. Hey, this is this is, this is is John's confessional, where alongside extra rules and, uh, no. oh, my app <laughs> wouldn't let me build the list, because it's not legal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're now going to tell me. I'm that... allowed to take 14 flight launchers. I don't know why they're telling me I can't. No. Yeah, go on, Ed. What, what secondary shouldn't you have picked? No, I didn't realise that um, when you pick a secondaries, you can't take two from the Death Guard Codex because it comes with three, but they're all in different categories. So obviously when you pick your secondaries, you've got the categories and you yeah. can pick one from each. So when, every time I've done it, I've looked at it. Um, it's, it's just down to me not reading the top lines um, where it specifically says when you want to take secondaries, one of them can be from the Death Guard Codex. So I took two. I took the, the spoiled oh. round and... Uh, that's fine. You tabled me anyway. But that's <laughs> but that's the, basically a I, loss, isn't it? So big three goes I, to shame. <laughs> this is why I'm bringing it up now because it was a table. And I worked it out that the two that I picked were like the lowest because it was... Um, Spread the sickness and the, and the other one, I scored minimal points anyway. So I don't feel too bad. But it was because um, right. so I found out because on Facebook, so I was like, oh, I'm struggling with secondaries and um, playing Death Guard. I'm playing against so and so. And I went, oh, I had really good success. Uh, I actually uh, tabled someone. Here's, the, um, here's my list that I took. Here's the secondaries. And so I literally, the first comment went, well, you can't take those secondaries. And it was like, read your codex. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. I get told to read my codex every. Every fucking time I do a podcast, <laughs> and I was just like, oh, you skim a couple of lines and you miss something important. Yeah, that's my confession. Okay, that's fine. You're absolved of your sin on this occasion. Yeah, so there you go. I thought I'd, uh, we're better to come clean than uh, here, but but it still stands. Uh, go, go and watch it. It still stands in a, in a week's time. This is when we'll hear the one that he confesses to you, Dave. And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you, do you well, you won't because there's only. Well, we'll see. Well, when's yeah. it coming out? Is it coming out before this one? No, no, it'll come out. So it, it will be the next week. So this, we've got the hobby one from last week, this episode, and then next week. So the twenty sixth of. Uh, watch it and find out. But so yeah, it was close. Comments, cool. comments on the video at what rules John broke this time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and on that um, bombshell of honesty and integrity, we will call Exterminatus and see you later. Bye. As always, we would like to thank you for listening to our Iron and Ceramite podcast. If you liked us, then you can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and any other good podcast services. Just remember... In the grim darkness of the far future, there is only war. What are you drinking? 
I'm drinking Kraken and orange juice. Mm-hmm. Isn't Kraken a dark rum? Yeah, it's yeah. really nice. Really? I went to, um, yeah, I went to um, a mate's wedding like two years ago, and uh, I was like, oh, I want to try some Kraken because I, I like, I just like the look of it. And that, yeah. I was like, what do you recommend? He went, oh, have you ever, ever had it with orange juice? I was like, no. Uh, and that's the only way I've drank it since. That's really nice. Plus, it's probably uh, about 50-50 as well. Uh, I mean, half, 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 half juice. all right. Yeah, it's nice. I, I, I never would have put it together. I recommend I it. Yeah. I wouldn't have either. Because I, before, I think I've had it with like lemonade or Coke. And that's about it. But yeah, the guy was like, try that. Yeah, so I'm a, a convert. Fair, fair enough. Give it a go. Try some some next time you come round. Yeah, maybe. I'll just get you (laughs) get you drunk. I'll easily win then. (laughs) Get drunk and then (laughs) make him forget to bring that uh, shot out of the throw it out the window. (laughs) (laughs) What about you? What are you drinking, Dave? Oh, just a shandy. Got work in the morning. Hmm. So I've gone so red. I've had like half, half a rum and they're <laughs> glowing. Hmm. Oh. I trust you're on the, are you on the Pepsi, Grim? Of course. Yeah. Are you drinking, Shane? No, I had, I had a cup of tea and I also had a uh, Pepsi. Um, oh. But uh, but all done now. Right, that's it. That's it. That's <laughs> it. I, I'm also working tomorrow. I have to get up early to take the dog to uh, the kennel. Oh, right. oh, yeah. That's, uh, is it is the school or does he just go to the kennel? He just it goes to a kennel on a Wednesday for the day, um, which is just yeah keeps him keeps him quiet, knackers him out. So it's all good. I don't know what I'm going to do now because I always take the kids to school in the morning, but I didn't wake up till four o'clock this afternoon. So I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Am I going to try and sleep or am I just going to power through? I'm screwed. I've really thrown my body clock out for the next week. <laughs> anyway. Get really drunk and pass out and be fine. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just make the rest of it when we finish. Oh. And speak to the teacher in the morning and see if she's more pissed off that you turn up pissed. Than, <laughs> than so yeah. <laughs> I don't know. How rude. That Ezekiel model is absolutely fucking gorgeous. I've never seen that. If you just looked it up, yeah, that and that model is that probably is about awesome. thirty years old. That is really cool. That was that was in like the that's the model from the second edition Codex. That's that model has never changed. He's beautiful. I have one kicking around. I've had two over the years. One's unpainted upstairs, obviously unpainted, obviously. You probably had that for about 30 years as well. No, that one I've only had for about 12. That? Yeah. 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 That's cool. You say I've only had that for about 12? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>